Sales is the most lucrative skill in the world, period. The problem is most sales advice out there today is outdated, cheesy, and can even keep you from getting the deals that can make all the difference in your career. This is the No BS Sales School, a podcast for entrepreneurs and salespeople who want to master the skill of selling without all the BS. So years ago, when I was a, just a kid in the commercial real estate business, um, I had a client, I'm sorry, it was a prospect, um, who was from Atlanta, who was coming up here, they were building multifamily, building apartments, looking for sites, and I didn't know where all the sites were in Columbia, so I partnered up with a buddy of mine in the office, his name was Cliff Kinder, and we call Cliff the silver tongue devil. He could sell anything to anybody, we said. Anyway, um, I got Cliff in the car with these guys, and he did something that blew my mind, that I thought, holy shit, this is against everything I know. This is back before I had any training. And Cliff told the guy, the developer, who, you know, if we bought something, we'd have made a big chunk of change. He said, there are 14 multifamily sites in Columbia that you should consider. But there's something wrong with every single one of them, a reason that would make you not want to buy it. Let's go look at them, but just know there are no perfect sites here and probably none that you're going to think are suitable for what you're trying to do. I was like, holy shit, what the hell is he doing? So we go right around and we start with that preface. And each time we'd get to a site, Cliff would say, here's the site, here's what's good about it, blah, blah. But here's what you need to know. It's got a lot of you know, drainage problems or it's you know, too close to this highway or it's not close enough to this or the access sucks. And each time the guy would consider and, da, 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 and you know, would look at it and he'd begin to explain why those things, sometimes on a couple of sites, why those things that Cliff pointed out really weren't that bad after all. And Cliff would go, really, tell me more about that. Okay, that's pretty smart, Cliff would say. So <clears throat> as we finished that day and the guy went home, I think he made an offer on a piece of property and he didn't close some other reason. I think the, anyway, don't know what happened. We didn't make a sale. However, I asked Cliff, once the guy got out of the car, I said, what the hell did you do? He said, here's the thing, Walker, the truth is, there's something wrong with every one of those sites. As a matter of fact, he said, there's something wrong with every single piece of commercial real estate in the world. There is a reason that somebody shouldn't buy it. And chances are they're going to find one of those reasons. So I'd rather tell people up front than have them wait, <clears throat> put it under contract, and then drop the contract before it closes or even afterwards where they get pissed off at me. And I thought, you know what? That's brilliant. And Cliff said, I just get to be real with people. I get to tell them the things that are wrong. If they want to tell me I'm wrong, then fine. I lose. And I win at the same time. What Cliff knew, which is what I had to be trained, was to be skeptical. To be skeptical that this person was ready to take a step forward, to be skeptical that you'd reach them at the right time, to be skeptical that they're going to be the right fit. Remember this thing about 
not the right fit for everybody. He's one of our core tenants. You're not. Even if somebody buys what you sell every day, they may not be the right fit. Even if somebody has the money in a suitcase and they're begging you to sell it to them, it may not be the right fit. I know that's crazy. But let's pretend I gave you a list of 10 prospects right in your sweet spot. Right now, list of 10 prospects, their names, their phone numbers, their email addresses. How many of those in the next three months would you guess right now, knowing what you know, would buy what you have in the next three months? How many of those 10? If I just gave you 10 cold names, most of you would figure somewhere between one and three. If you said more than three, you have a grandiose idea of what it is you're selling and you're wrong. Most of the time, unless you've got the best list of less of 10 you've ever seen. But most of the time, it's going to be three or less. Three would be outstanding. Even if they raised their hand and said, call me, three out of 10, that's not so bad. So that means seven out of 10 aren't going to buy. On average, how much time do you want to spend with those seven out of 10 that aren't ready yet? or that aren't ready yet and may not be in their lifetime ready yet for whatever reason. They just don't want it. Or they have another relationship. Or they're afraid of making changes. Or they don't have the money. Or everything's working okay right now. Why in the hell would they switch? See, one of the things I think we forget as salespeople is that making a change, even to a different brand, to a different provider, to a different service, that's hard. It scares the shit out of people. The devil they know, right, is better than the one they don't know. <clears throat> Remember, all your competitors are promising <clears throat> better quality, better service, better people, better whatever. Everybody's saying the same damn thing. Why should our prospects believe us? We got to be different. Nobody can see that we're better until they see that we are different. One way that you can be different is to honestly be skeptical that what you have is the right fit. And it will feel bizarro to you. It will feel bizarre to say, really? I'm surprised. Why in the world would you want to talk to me about this? <clears throat> this works. I say it works. This is helpful even if you called them. My guess is you're going to have no interest in this. My guess is this is something that there's no way in the world you'd want to buy. And certainly not now. And yes, we're using some <clears throat> reverse psychology. We call them ninja questions around here. And you can see them as moves. But when you're really, really good, when you believe in the bottom of your core that you're not the right fit for everybody, it's no longer a move. It's just the truth. And you're getting to the truth much more quickly. If somebody's not going to buy, when do you want to know? I want to know right damn now. I hope you do too. I'm not in the business of giving away free consulting. Neither should you be. Understand that most people are not ready to buy from you right now. Live, do your work accordingly. Hold your information close to your chest and challenge people. Hey, I appreciate you saying you're interested. I'm kind of surprised. Tell me why. Let them sell you. I'm Walker McKay with No BS Sales.
Go get them. Thanks for listening to the OBS Sales School podcast. If you haven't already, please take one minute to write a quick review for the show. It really does make a huge difference. Also, subscribe to the show and please forward this episode to somebody else who needs to hear it. As a bonus for listening, I'm going to give you access to a free mini course, Seven Expensive Sales Mistakes You're Making and What You Can Do About It. Go to www.7salesmistakes.com and get access to the free mini course. That's the number seven salesmistakes.com. Thanks again for listening to the OBS Sales School Podcast.